Today on Locked On Rockies, that's baseball, baby. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 26th day of June in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here each and every day is talk about the Colorado Rockies, even after they lose a game by over 20 runs. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. want to thank you for checking us out on your favorite streaming service, and I want to thank you for being an everyday-er, as we like to call them out there, those everyday listeners out there that love to tune in, join the show just like Joel DeGrace. When you subscribe to Locked on Rockies on YouTube, you'll know when Locked on Rockies goes live, and when we live stream the show, that means you can answer, uh, have your Rockies questions answered. You can fire off your Rockies hot, hot takes and join the show. So appreciate each and every one of you uh, for tuning in and joining us here on uh, one of the weirdest Mondays I've ever felt and one of the weirdest weekends of Rockies uh, fandom. But I guess, yeah, let's we can we can address, I think, one thing before we dive into Saturday, because we can't avoid talking about Saturday, but Tungsten Armo Doyle, whatever the meme is, the Angels are cursed, man. That's a cursed baseball team, and that's a team that should have swept the Rockies. That's a, tw- a team that had multiple opportunities to do to 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 do so, and that was a team that flat out embarrassed the Colorado Rockies on Saturday. It's pretty amazing that when the Rockies have trended. You know, in the big since social media and trending have been like a massive thing. I guess it's always been a thing, but but I think you kind of can get where I'm saying. The Rockies often, if they are trending nationwide, often bad things. Highlighted by the franchise suffering its first or worst loss in franchise history on Saturday. I, you know, I, I take, I, I hide nothing about being a Rockies fan. I, you know, you're, you're out there, but that was Saturday was just another list of just flat out terribly embarrassing moments as a Rockies fan. Like this wasn't on the road, mind you, like this was in front of a sold out crowd of mostly angels fans or Shohei Otani fans at Coors Field this weekend. And Saturday just, I mean, Saturday is the failure of everything that we, is is the failure and the shortcomings of the Rockies on full display. It's a, it's an opposite. It's the opposition hitting three home runs on three pitches to fully buy into and, 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 and fully embrace the Coors Field natureness it's the pitcher's inability to get out of a jam it's the it's it's everything it's it's the lack of depth it's uh it's the overworked bullpen it's the starters not going deep in games it's you know untimely bad plays uh and not clutch defense even though honestly some of those hard hit balls that were off of gloves i mean that there was a lot of bad luck as well 
But it all just kind of reminds you and puts on full display the mindset, the philosophy, and the perception that the front office has of this team and the history of this team and the direction of this team. That is, Saturday wasn't, it wasn't necessarily a, a, a failure on the parts of, I, I, it's a weird way to phrase that. I wasn't mad at the players on the field. I wasn't in, I wasn't frustrated as much by them. I mean, of course, giving up a bunch of runs is frustrating. I'm frustrated that it, it, it's come to this, that the Rockies have created a roster that is capable of giving up one of the worst losses in major league history and the worst loss for the Colorado Rockies. All of us here of Rockies fans have never seen the Rockies lose as bad as they did on Saturday. This comes after another season of being told baloney and malarkey and hot gas from the top brass of the organization. Saturday has to lead to the Rockies making changes. It did with the trade, the trade of Mike Moustakas. But that's only step one. It needs to be more than that. It needs to be another reflection of Dick Momfort, Bill Schmidt, and the entire Rockies front office look in the mirror. That includes you, Bud Black. That includes you, Daryl Scott. That includes every single person involved with the Rockies. That's failure on Saturday on full display. It's also baseball. It's the weird ba things of baseball. Like I said, the ball just landed to go things. And, and, and the Rockies do win the series. But it's overshadowed by the fact that, again, this is the state of the Colorado Rockies right now. This is a team well below 500 getting absolutely blown out and smoked in their home ballpark that's full of away fans. Where... Where are you supposed to drive your, your your true deep passion for as Rockies fans, other than your connection to the team and where you come from or a family member? Would I be a Rockies fan if I was from wasn't from Colorado? No. <laughs> Spoiler alert: I wouldn't. <laughs> I believe very. I, I'm the type of person that wants to that you got to root for where you uh, from where you came from. Albeit, I was brainwashed for a, a bit of my uh, a time growing up by my. Uh, East Coast family and relatives, and I hopped on the Boston bandwagon. That's why, you know, you, I have to fight back and uh, and repent. But, man, like, that, that it wasn't a Coors Field smackdown. It wasn't a wacky Coors Field game. It was a team that just came and kicked the snot out of the Rockies. And caused all eyeballs across the world, across the baseball world to look at the Rockies and yet again laugh at you. And yet again, the Rockies are the butt of the joke instead of the ones making the being the Reds, being the D-backs, doing this. Yet again, the Rockies fall short, fall flat and are in, and, and get embarrassed. But on the flip side, the Rockies won the series. Like it's it's not the only thing that happened because the the, the problem with Saturday, on top of the being bad history, it overshadows the fact that both of the Rockies' wins are really solid, good wins. And yesterday's win is huge. 
honestly. Like, think about it. The Rockies have gone through bad stretches and and were of, of consecutive losses, but to shrug off and actually win the series and pull off the victory on a, a, a led by young guys for the Rockies on the, in the series finale, like that is a good sign of the players and some and the product on the field. Again, there are things I've I think this is I, a lot of you that have listened every day can agree with this. There are solid pieces to this Rockies team. It's more of the organization, the philosophy, the way the team is run and operates behind the scenes and as a team are the issues because there are things to be excited about as the Rockies look to these young players and new players and two veterans that I believe are Rockies all-star candidates. But if there's only one that has to go, I have, uh, I, I think my mind is pretty made up and clear because I think he has been overall the more impressive player this season. We will dive into the live chat here, get the Rockies fans' reactions to Saturday's historic loss and the series win to the Colorado Rockies uh, here uh, right after I tell you about our friends at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to work in order for you to get the goal that you want to achieve done. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service live in the Locked On Rockies YouTube comments here where you can be part of the show when you join us here for the Locked On Rockies live chat where Kevin Greeno says Saturday was a nail biter. It was actually because there the Rockies were on pace to 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 be the worst loss in in MLB history. That was kind of the nail biter, and uh, and 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 the thing that I was looking for uh, there as we were going to uh, uh, the end of that game because I did watch the whole game because I did want to see how bad it possibly could get, uh, folks. Want to also uh, thank you for not only uh, participating in the show, but checking us out here on your favorite streaming service. We're also on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Just search Locked On Rockies. Get all your play-by-play action for the Colorado Rockies as well. Just search Colorado Rockies, and you won't miss out on any of the action. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Joel DeGrace says, I was laughing really hard at all the Moose memes that popped up after that game in the immediate trade. Yeah, there was definitely... Uh, uh, some good ones there. Steven Cross says, yes, winning the series was nice, but the Rockies had to look in the mirror and see themselves as a rebuilding team. They are not contenders. I like that they moved Moose for pitching depth. Yeah, I figured we'll kind of dive more into that, I think, through, through, through the week. Exactly. Moose, pitching prospect, high A, solid success at high A. Great. Love it. That is exactly what we're looking for. Just hilarious it happened at the time. That it did. Showtime Dodgers fan says, Lucky Rockies beat my Angels. Interesting with the Dodgers Shohei profile picture, but uh, 
Yeah, I would say they're a little bit lucky for for the Rockies and follows that up with I do like Bud Black. It's an interesting uh Bud Black's in an interesting spot. Stephen Cross, the reason why teams like the Orioles and Reds are fun to watch is because they embrace their young players, not veterans. Veterans can help in the clubhouse and mentoring, but let the kids play. CJ Crone returns from the IL. Michael Tolley uh, and Noah Davis option today when you're talking about letting the kids play versus the veterans. However, I think this is okay because I totally, I think you can still use some time and you, you still can do some things with, and especially you got to get CJ Cronel. If he can come back hot, you got to build up that trade value a little bit more for, to open that up because Montero first base collision course. It's there. He played, he made some great stretches uh, there and helping out with the defense uh, on in Sunday's win. So, um, I think you can expect CJ Crone to be doing a lot less playing of first base and a lot more DHing for the Rockies, uh, especially when you think that this, this, this team has been running two catchers out uh, as a, as part of the the roster there in some of their things. But um, let's see here. Baseball Pig says I've been impressed by some adjustments Bam Bam's made with some of our hitters. But why on earth did Daryl Scott have a job? That's a great question uh, as well. Daryl Scott. Uh, you the, the the thing the Rockies will use and the thing that you you that that you can say is the injuries have certainly been a factor, but that doesn't necessarily bide well for you know the development of Austin Gomber, who was great on Sunday when the Rockies needed him. But you know with with ironing out and making him more consistent in some of the pitchers that are still in this uh, this system. However, continuing to be impressed by Justin Lawrence, even though that can, the control stuff. Is still getting me off there. The end of uh, that game was uh, not what I was hoping for. Uh, I wanted to dive into the two all-star candidates for the Rockies here. Two veteran guys that uh, have were really have been really important for the Rockies. I, I I think Ryan McMahon has has cemented himself. He should be a consideration. I don't necessarily know if he's going to have enough, especially with kind of the 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 flashiness of the. Uh, of third base and, and some of the names and the popularity and things like that. But uh, Ryan McMahon is showing his elite level defense again. I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, and I, I kind of wanted to talk more about this a, a little bit more as we watch more Rymac uh, and get closer to. But uh, Ryan McMahon has better defensive numbers than Nolan Arenado right now. He has been really hitting the uh, the, the cover off of the ball, and uh, you, you, you saw it yesterday. I mean – Ryan McMahon is a good baseball player and certainly has all-star, uh, a, a case for his all-star candidacy, leads the Rockies in uh, in home runs and RBI, OBP, and hits uh, that as well. So he is the Rockies' uh, statistical leader across the board. And uh, when you look at him as well, uh, he he's uh, only had four errors on the season. He's uh, helped turn uh, 27 double plays. His DWAR is 1.2. Uh, he certainly has a great case. For me, I think overall right now, I think Elias Diaz is the Rockies all-star. He's the He has been good for the entire for a season so far. He is uh, someone that has, does things the right way. And you hear on the broadcast and you hear in other things, he is a very much a big team guy. Uh, this is a guy that... that is going to fly under the radar and won't be recognized the proper way for him having the season and the impact that he's had on the Rockies. If, if 
he isn't the Rockies selection to go there. Ryan McMahon can generate some buzz and, you know, little fan campaigns and we can, you know, beef things up. I believe there's more voting. I, I can't really remember what's going on with all of the all-star fan stuff. I mean, that's again, it's the all-star game. It's not that big of a deal, especially without it, uh, um, determining home field advantage, but you know, the fans having as big of a role in there makes it a little whatever, but Elias Diaz needs to be recognized for this season. Even, even if it's, it, you know, you can point to, like I said, Rymac leading all those things. Elias Diaz has been, has, has played great as a catcher as well on defense. He has thrown out a lot of base runners and has helped the Rockies in massive situations. Look at, look at Friday night, grand slam, put the Rockies in the lead, breaks his own drought from the grand slam drought, uh, you know, for the Rockies it, those that stuff matters on t and I think again him being someone that the his teammates really enjoy being around and him being a very important to a uh, rotation in turmoil basically and constantly uh up and down uh every you know you know with with uh the in terms of who's throwing to him in what capacity and and multiple arms throughout different games it's it's all something you have to consider there uh, when you're looking at Elias Diaz and his all-star candidacy. But if it, you know, if it ends up being Ryan McMahon, are you really going to be that upset about it? Especially for, for most of us, that should be encouraging. And I mean, if he is an all-star and he wins the gold glove, it's interesting to see how much the Rockies are going to, I think, you know, fully buy in there because there will be no question Montero won't see third base again. <laughs> uh, um, it's 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 very interesting, but Joel DeGrace here, an interesting point. I can't see them not trading Diaz after picking up Jorge Alfaro and his gorgeous hair. I love Diaz, but I'm set on the future and looking at the returns we can get. That's the nature, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it is it why why are you the carrying the three catchers is really interesting because it is maybe there is something to uh Elias Diaz has a little bit more trade interest and buzz than we think cuz what's Austin Wins doing on this team what is uh what is what is his role in this team right now like i he's not doing he's not really doing much and uh, Alfaro's already gotten a, a couple of chances uh in turn uh, uh, as a DH but you know we've uh, he's he's uh still gotten he's still seen some playing time he he did get uh, he's he's still playing pretty consistently too uh Austin so it's I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I guess, you know, you, you got you, you just keep rotating it through. But I, I do think that'll be something to watch is uh, is is the Diaz trade interest. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it. when you, when I'm looking at it as the season overall, when I'm looking at it as a full the full picture, I think Elias Diaz should be the Rockies choice for the all star game. But if Ryan McMahon, uh, as he continues this pace, as he does what he did on de in, on defense uh, there in the finale against the Angels, uh, you 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 can't be upset if he's that. I mean, it's never upsetting for your team to to have an All Star, right? So it's uh, just a matter of uh, I I think it's above and beyond though. It's those two. I don't think there's anyone else really that's in the conversation uh, for All Star. Nolan Jones perhaps, but uh, he he can focus on trying to. Uh, beef up that rookie of the year campaign that he's now eligible for. So 
one other guy I want to talk about in terms of uh, really impressing me, and of course, again, we'll uh, we'll we'll mention uh, the the change and uh, the the move for the Rockies today, uh, trying to beef up their offense as the team did reach a milestone that I was hoping for, uh, hoping to see. The Rockies did win their 30th game before they lost 50 games, which was uh, something that I was getting uh, considerably more worried about happening. So uh, we are going to talk about another guy who had a solid uh, weekend and solid series finale uh, there, especially it is still Tovar time. Let's talk about that in just a second. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're also live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the show, just like Baseball Pig, Nicholas Delvo, Furious MMO, Kevin Greeno, Stephen Cross, Joel DeGrace, and Showtime Dodgers fan are here today. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are proud to be your first listen of the day. And we're also on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Just ch- uh, check us out there. Search Locked On Rockies or Colorado Rockies for all your play-by-play action of Colorado Rockies baseball. Uh, another player do, uh, and thing that I was taking away from this weekend is Ezekiel Tovar continues to get better and better and better. He is someone that I, I, I just think that he... He's not going to maybe he might not set the league on fire, but it's so encouraging to see not only him get better, but the stories are it's not young guy figuring it out. It's young, uh, young guy way ahead of his time in terms of maturity. And, you know, a lot of new dad pop as a lot of people were mentioning there him uh, back from his time on the paternity list there back with the Rockies uh, and then hits the home run. It's. It that matters, especially at shortstop, and you can see his he's just more confident. I mean, the body language is more confident. He's confident in the field. That confidence from the from his defense definitely. I, I, maybe him and Ryan McMahon are similar in that sense, where it's when they're in a groove defensively, when they feel comfortable on the other side of the ball, that transfers over and builds them up and makes them better at the dish. Where you know the the chasing and the striking out still going to be an issue for for the Rockies, but. The Rockies don't win yesterday's game without Tovar and Tovar taking major league of bats and, and taking major league approaches. I mean, that dude is continuing to get better at the major league game. And it's great that we get to keep doing this segment about once a week. And, you know, kind of when we're recapping things and revisiting this, because that's the right momentum. That's the right type of adjustment. I do wonder, I mean, maybe I hope we'll, we, we get to learn about this, but as the season's going through and as teams or, or players are navigating some, you know, slumps and, and, and struggles on the offensive side of the ball, uh, I wonder if, uh, you know, Brendan Rodgers' presence on the team, even while injured, is helping with that. I, I wonder if that, that that's a question maybe to be asked of of Tovar and the team to see if uh, Rodgers is able to, to kind of tell, you know, relate and say, hey, you know, making it, it's, it's totally possible to make in-game uh, in-game adjustments and in-season adjustments to help you get better, um, and uh, this is now a, a player that I mean his line right now is looking pretty good. Two sixty-two with a seven uh, batting average with a seven twenty-six OPS, seven home runs, thirty-three RBI on the season uh, on the season so far. On top of 
elite defense. I mean, this is uh, really some 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 nice stuff to see from uh, from Tovar as we uh, get closer and go through the middle parts and are looking for things to kind of focus on and put our attention towards. That's the good stuff right there. Is uh, is uh, is coming in Tovar. Lux Ace says he went to the historic loss. Uh, whew, how long did you stay? I'm curious. Uh, Kevin Greenhouse says, do you see more trades in July? Yes, I, I do. I, I, I think I think the a big key takeaway from Saturday, too, is the Rockies are going to. Y- you just can't look at this and say it's working. You, you just can't look at it and say this is the best way for the Rockies to operate this year. I, I mean, maybe there was in some some internal discussion, some things yes, last year and the year prior that, hey, if we don't let, you know, if we don't make these moves, if they don't do, you know, like like trading anybody, we, we have a shot, we see a path. I don't think the Rockies really truly see a path this year. I really think that they want to be, to, to I, I, with their... It, it really does depend because it, keeping these players and keeping Crone and Gritchick and Profar and, uh, uh, you know, and Hand, it's not, not really so much on the pitching side, but on the other side of the ball, that's just taking at bats away from other guys that it's simply put, it's more effective and impactful in the long one for the Rockies for Michael Tolia to get 150 at bats in the second half of the season. Or, you know, something like that. Or, or or you know, half. He needs more. All of the young guys. It's just, there just really shouldn't be a time in the middle of August with the Rockies 20 games below 500, 10 plus games out of a race to not just let your young guys play. So I, I do think the Rockies are going to try to retool and, and, and trade off players because I think they're, in, they're they, they should be encouraged enough and have enough spots filled by by guys that they can just run them out there. I mean, Harold Castro, he you know, the, the, and and such the, and company, they can keep playing second base. But just like with Mike Moustakis, get a pitching prospect, get some pitching prospects and try to trade some of the, you know, try to trade Elias Diaz for something a little bit more. Or, you know, a little bit more flashy or some players that are closer to MLB ready. Um, but I, I think all veterans on expiring contracts outside of Charlie Blackman are going to be traded this or or, uh, or should at be traded up or or considered trading. And I, and I think when you look at Saturday's game, I think that is a moment where the Rockies will will be more willing to to punt on the on the season. So. That's all a hope as well. <laughs> that, that requires the Rockies to actually make the moves, make the changes, and do the things. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, Joel Grace says, Tovar only having four errors so far this season is honestly really impressive considering the games we're, we've given up this year and how bad the team started the year off defensively. I mean, that, I mean, remember how bad the how out of characteristically bad the, the Rockies were on defense to start the year. I, I think that... that, uh, that Tovar has shown that he is going to be a, a, a top level defender there at shortstop baseball pig says, you think the Rockies pick Chad cool up again? Um, maybe I guess I, it really depends on how desperate they, they, they feel in the rotation. I mean, I, uh, 
even though we cursed them again, you know, Chase Anderson and, and Connor Siebold have at least stabilized things or, or were for a little bit. And I, I don't necessarily know how you feel about how, how it feels about Connor Siebold there after, after Saturday's game. But is there really, uh, is there really a point in, uh, in, in picking up Chad cool versus running what you have? Like, is it, is it going to change anything really? Like, uh, I don't know. The, the rotation's a mess. The, the the rotation and and until this until the rotation can give this bullpen a week to two weeks solid of getting deeper into games, uh, the bullpen's going to continue to be overworked and be an issue as well. So uh, that's that is something uh, uh, that that isn't going to change. Uh, I, I think anytime soon, no matter if it's with Chad Cool or Connor Siebold or whoever. So weird, weird day, weird Monday, weird weekend. But it also showed how weird baseball is that considering the Rockies uh, won the series. <laughs> only what the other, the only other one other team. And they did in the 1800s that had a minus 20 run differential and still won. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I still can't believe they won that game on Saturday, on Sunday. Uh, that's just it's, it's a bounce back and it shows shows the Rockies got resilience in them and it shows they didn't quit after suffering that and that is uh, you know deserves its props as well folks that is going to do it today for locked on Rockies this has been your daily Colorado Rockies podcast on the locked on podcast network we thank you for making us your first listen of the day we are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, and we're also live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show with all the everydayers in the live chat, popping live chat today. Thank you all so much for joining us and uh, checking out the show here. Uh, why don't you go make Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs your second listen of the day, folks. Sirius XM also has got your Locked On Rockies and Rockies action. Until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.